Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for the episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. We're preaching fun. Yeah. Uh, Addy is also here in studio. Uh, Scoop, Scoop Addy, who is, uh, if you're, especially for one of our Twitch people, he's on there a lot. It's Professor Addy playing, uh, what do you play? Uh... The a video lot. games. Yeah. Look, the, yeah. Que- the questions only get harder from here. Oh, so, damn it. I'm fucked. Just letting you know. <laughs> what do you do regularly? Okay. Uh, regularly. Ah, uh, shit. I do, I do a lot of uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. And uh, then I do, if just like a horror game or something spikes my interest, I play that. Okay. Uh, he, he froze like I freeze whenever I go to like do something for my kids and they say occupation. And I'm always like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, that's tough. Shit, and then like employer, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll write down employer, and then I see if I see employer phone number or employee address, eight seven seven one five zero zero. I go back and scratch out whatever I wrote and put self employed. Ah. <laughs> Might I suggest you don't just put like mob? I never know. Just write. You don't, you don't just put know. mafia. I never know what to write. <laughs> Dream for occupation. Dream mafia. Maker. Dream maker. Yeah, Dream yeah, yeah. Maker. exactly. That's all you need. That's Hit wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Murderer, re- <laughs> reimaginer. <laughs> Paul and I are going very different directions for your children's innovator. Innovator. Yeah. I just write, you know, dot dot dot. <laughs> Scab picker. If you don't already know, <laughs> butt scratcher. <laughs> Nunya. Nunya. <laughs> President of Nunya. Inc. Nunya Business Incorporated. <laughs> Position. <laughs> Company. Nunya. <laughs> Position. Business. Founded up your ass. Address, wouldn't you like to know? Phone number, one triple eight. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, punk. That's going on my next resume. Anyway, anyway, uh, my child would like to see you. <laughs> my child needs your medical expertise. They'll take your money. They don't give a fuck. You can write the craziest shit well, on Well, that was there. like, you know, so I'm on, uh, I'm on Obamacare now. Sure. Fucking thanks, Obama. No, <laughs> the, honestly, thanks, the Obama. The Affordable Care Act. I'm on the Affordable Care Act uh-huh. uh, with, with my family. And uh, they, they, you know, the, the, there are people, you know, un- fucking unfairly employed to help you work that out, mm-hmm. work out the system. And I love the, the person who helped me is amazing. What do you mean unfairly employed? I'm joking that like there's, there's someone who makes money by, by helping people get enrolled in the affordable. Oh, Care great. Act, okay. You know, and they helped you get it squared away. Yeah. Nice. And with that was like going through the form. It's like he, so many oh, fucking yeah, yeah. questions, and she, and she goes through with me on it. And she goes like, ah, don't worry about that. Who cares? Who cares? No. All right. Great. Okay. Tell me this. And like she just skips like eight questions. Gets and right I was like, to it. Oh, this is uh, this is so worth whatever you're getting whatever paid. you're getting paid. <laughs> like, double. This is amazing. Yeah. You great. saved us both hours and yeah. hours on end. I mean, I was saving all this stuff and paperwork and stuff, and all of a sudden she was like, nah, don't worry about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, great. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we we have our person at Absinthe, and I, I watch it because it happens on the other side of the office from where I sit. But we have this person who just does like health insurance and workman's comp. Yeah, it's amazing to watch. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm yeah, like, that that is like a superpower. Expertise matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like she'll be on the phone with workers' comp or with a with a claims office or something. And I'm like that that was amazing. 
That was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Nunya, yeah, I on the way here. Yeah, so you got a little I, thirsty. I got a little thirsty. You did it. It was a Sunday. Uh huh. So there wasn't seventeen cars lined up at Dutch Brothers Coffee. <laughs> uh huh. To catch everybody up on the facts here, here's what happened. A Starbucks near me burned down. <laughs> did it literally? <laughs> no, what yes. did you do? Keeler wow. burned it down. Then suddenly, three blue shacks popped up right around the area. <laughs> Dutch <laughs> Brothers Coffee. So, uh, am I going to be seeing this on the ID channel? Every time I go yeah, there, this is a story. Every time I go there, uh, every time I go by there, there's just a million cars there. Mm-hmm. And then I asked the audience, "What's so great about it?" Because everyone's like, "They're popular everywhere. They're not the mob." That's my interpretation of every tweet you sent me. That's they, the voice I They follow I read it in. up with, "They're not the mob." Well, I accuse them of being. Oh, the mob okay, all right, all right. First, that makes sense. I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> It'd be really funny though if if none of us had mentioned that they were the mob. Yeah. We were like, no, no, they're popular and not the mob. And uh, uh, I was like, they're really good. I was like, well, what's good? And they're like, I, I don't know. Ah, like, no one had a, a favorite good? thing they get there all the time. <laughs> the coffee, <laughs> right? So the bean water, best hot water in town. It's basically like Jama Juice for coffee. Like they, 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 they just they, they, they name all their flavor combinations, weird names. Oh. So like this is Dutch a, names, like a dark chocolate cinnamon drink is called a molten lava. Oh, not so. like a Glierdens Lurgen. Oh, that would be oh, great. Man. Or if a Nerdens Bliegen. It's like it, the IKEA fucking yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IKEA coffee. Uh, oh my god, I just would love to. And then I would just, I would sit in front of the drive-through all day and just listen. I to people I would order. like yes. a Schlugen. I literally there'd be a bench by the drive-through for me and whoever wanted to join me, right, for Schlagen Nugen, to listen. Do you mean the Schlagen Nugen? <laughs> Yes, I said the Schlugen. <laughs> no, the no. Schlagen Nugen. There's a sir, the Schlugen and the Schlagen Nugen are two different drinks, sir. I want a Schlugen. <laughs> it's like what Starbucks does when you order like a medium. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you mean a Vente? Right. So, yeah. so they, no, they fuck you. Starbucks put out this drink that I <laughs> liked. Because it. it was low it was pretty low calorie, but it was a it was a it was a it was it was C A C A O. Cacao. 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 Yeah. And I swear to God, it's gone because no one wanted to say it. Cacao. Because I would try to order it, and no, and, and the Starbucks employees wouldn't even correct me. I'd be yeah. like, I'd point to the picture and be like, I want one of those blended cacaos, cacaos, and they'd be like, Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, No one knows how to say this drink. What's cacao? You got it. Yeah, I know, but no one was saying it. Well, sure. Cause, how do you like cacao? Because it sounds weird. It does sound weird. I swear to God, it's gone because it sounds weird. Not the first thing. They should have Dutch brothered it. They should have called it some, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> some flugen flagen. <laughs> So when you got that coffee, did they just hand you a cup of water, the cup, and the grounds, uh, so that you could make make it yourself? Y- IKEA they, joke. Oh, okay, cool. Ah, got it. Yeah, thank you. I know I'm hilarious. Thank you for explaining that. I You're believe welcome. Sweden and Holland are two different countries, but I don't think so. I have no idea. I never passed geography. The thing is, though, this Dutch yeah. Brothers cup, yeah, looks like a sippy cup. It does. With yeah, I don't an like extended that lid. nipple lid. <laughs> The opening, the coffee opening is very nipple-like. It is super nipply. Which to me explains everything. In nipply, Dutch brothers have <laughs> it's a coffee only. cup that's like a tit. <laughs> when you go through drive through and you want some cacao, here's some nipple. <laughs> this to me, the nipple opening explains everything to me. That's it. In life. 100%. It's not that it's that great a coffee. Nope. It's not that it's, it's a bunch better of people or who, cheaper. They don't want to get out of their cars. They don't want to rush to work. They'll sit in line for 13 
uh, 13 cars deep, yep. sit in line for like a half hour waiting for their, you know, their cinnamon, uh, you know, gummy, gummy bear are, jamboree. They are waiting for their mother's tit. Exactly. And they just think of that little warm titty comfort right in the mouth, That's it. right and here. They, whether they know it or not, that is what they're That's getting. That's it. I literally, it's like, I, I saw this lid and I was like, oh, I, oh okay. Got it. <laughs> it's like, got it. Check the, the guy message who gave it to you received. Look like Freud. Yes, but uh, check this out. <laughs> check out. I took a picture of the employee opening. Oh, oh the employee opening. Yeah, if you want to get in the shack, is it a vagina? It says mafia only. <laughs> They're in on the joke. Hilarious. Wait, it actually says it. Wait, it says, actually says mafia it only. It says mafia only. I thought so, Paul was making a joke. The Dutch no. Brothers crew is called the mafia. <laughs> I guess so. Their crew is called the Mafia. <laughs> All right. So to be clear, you know, we have a president who's intimidated witnesses over Twitter, which makes it less likely to convict him of witness tampering because right. he did it over Twitter. Right. There's there's something to be said for hiding your crimes in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's basically what's been making the world happen for the last eight years. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I think so. So eight, we huh? watched Vice, and we were like, fuck Oh, my us. God. Vice is crazy. It's just all out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Uh, mafia only. So, mafia yeah. only. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and if you order uh, drinks for kids, it's the Junior Mafia. Is it really? Yep. That's awesome. So I guess they're totally in the Dutch Brothers, not not flogging, but Dutch Brothers is like, yeah, we're the Dutch Brothers. Whatever. You want some coffee? <laughs> what, do you, like, what do you want to make of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Does it make you feel strangely at home? I it does. Yeah. I I'm I'm, I'm happier. Clearly I'm happier than the, I felt about it before. So now are you down for a 13 car deep wait? Never. You know <laughs> okay. I'm never am. All right. Even this I got out and parked to walked up and Pretty good though. To to the car. It's pretty good. Yeah. Coffee's good. Everything's just fine. Nothing amazing about it. But the nipple. It's got to be the nipple. The I nipple's think. where it's at. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go there and uh well I'll I'll still walk up to the line. I'll still walk up to the window. Yeah. And while people are driving onto the drive-through, I'm going to yell, "Enjoy your tit milk!" Yeah, yeah, you should yeah. make up a you should make up a sign. Enjoy your caffeinated titty cream. You know how people have all those uh, RJ Awards uh, banners, the, yeah, banners, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You should put uh, "Breast of Las Vegas" <laughs> on the front of on the front of their shit. <laughs> "Breast of Las Vegas Titty Coffee." I'm gonna at least make that a meme for my own. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm, gonna, I'm gonna at least just do that for my own social media. Yep. Rest of Las Vegas. <laughs> three years in a row. Three nips in a row. That was where some you know whoever's there making the decisions or whatever, and like, what can we do different with the top? And some you know Johnny Dutch and Tony Tony and Johnny Tony Dutch, and Dutch are at the yeah. at the, uh, at the, uh, the the factory. I save a nipple too. <laughs> Let's put more nipple to what, it. What do you mean by nipple? I don't want to be giving people nipples. Okay, how about this? Stretch the top out. Like a nipple. Oh, okay. So you're not talking like a full baby bottle nipple bottle. No, we're not making it out of nipple bottle nipple. That's expensive to put a rubber that? nipple on the top of every now, cup we of could coffee. Sell, we could sell a reusable <laughs> nipple. <laughs> Three syllable words really challenge our accents. Reusable <laughs> nipple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got news for you. That's not the only thing that challenges your accents. <laughs> Did we make it? A our attempt accents to challenges our accents. But we keep it blue. Yeah, keep it blue for sure. Blue's our color. Blue's the color. 
And it also makes you think of a dead person's nipple. <laughs> exactly. As a necrophiliac, it'll be my favorite coffee place to go. We're evil mobsters. It's hard, it's hard to stay up to, to the proper time where it's easy to fuck a dead birdie. <laughs> so I made curfew. I made curfew so I could stay up and fuck, fuck a dead birdie. birdie. <laughs> dead birdies. It's so oh, dead birdies aren't only around in the early morning. No, no. Cause the afternoon they smell. Yeah, exactly. Would you want anyone who's watching the graveyard to fall asleep? <laughs> Don't get your curvy if you work in the graveyard. <laughs> you fall asleep. Yeah, you fall asleep. I drink the curvy. I drink the curvy. With the neighbors. With the neighbors. Then I go Which gets me Rick Heard. And Rick Heard <laughs> sex with the booty. <laughs> I find the dead booty and have the sukes. <laughs> I'm gonna dig up the booty. So Dutch Brothers don't buy a bunch This is how I can talk mafia dudes. <laughs> so uh, today's show is brought to you by Dutch Brothers. <laughs> Necro Mafia. <laughs> it is, I feel so loved. You, you should. You're mm. like getting a fuck like a dead booty. Ba, 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 ba. And what I want to do is I'll basically... It is. What I'll do is I'll, I'm going to go up there next time I order coffee. I'm going to order it like a, like a baby. And so what I'll do is I'll feel around on the walls of the coffee shack, just constantly trying to stick my mouth onto some part of it until oh, someone finally a shoves a nipple of coffee. Ba, 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 ba. And I just keep... You know, sucking on the side of their iPads and, you know, little like... God, that'll catch you some disease. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) But it'll be worth it. That'll get you to Ebola. Yeah. Well, I mean, every iPad is covered in fecal matter, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everything's covered in fecal matter. It's true. I mean, the proof is that, like, what happens is that each health code, different places have a regulation amount. Sure. You know. Yeah, there's a a certain amount of rat turd that gets into every burger. There's no... Nothing's clean. There's no zero amount no. on the health services. And why would you want it? If that's probably the thing. You eat a hamburger without rat shit in it, you'd be like, what is this? You know, this comes <laughs> well, it up... It certainly up, doesn't taste as good. <laughs> this comes up as a parent more than you think. Uh, how how so? much rat shit you put in your kids' burgers? No, so my youngest <laughs> yeah. kid uh, has to stick his hands in stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, as right. soon as anything goes wrong, he has to put his hand on it. He sure. can't... There's a spill or whatever. If he notices dirt on a car, or whatever. If he sees oil on the ground, he like, has to touch it. Splat. That never you changes. No, and you, you know. can, and you can't stop him from doing it. Yeah, you cannot stop him. My oldest kid does not do that. Mm. But my oldest kid, when he gets sick, really gets fucking sick. Yeah. And my youngest, when he gets sick, gets over quickly. I'm presenting coincidental stuff. Right. There's well, probably there is, plenty of other reasons. There is lots of anecdotal evidence that letting kids get grimy, dirty, yeah. funky. Mm-hmm. Let builds up the immune system. Well, they talk about like yeah, our pet ownership in, helps. And, yeah, 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 and that like our increase in uh, asthma and 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 our sterilization of everything, that yep. kind of stuff. Weird hypo, hyper, hyperimmune, hypoimmune. I forget which one it is. Yep. Those two things mean very different things. I know, I know they do. But to a to a college dropout actor, I'm just talking about the same thing, guys. Yep. So like, Where's my nipple? Oh God. Get it. Mm-hmm. Get it. Get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do you suck it? Mm-hmm. You don't. Do you work mm-hmm. in the graveyard? <laughs> I do. No. No, sorry. I'm having curfew. Oh, no, you had curfew. Keep it in your pants tonight. Wait until the... Have Wait. It, I guess you can have it in the morning. Herman works tomorrow. He works tomorrow. <laughs> He's going to be up late. What team do you work at the, at the graveyard? Uh, he works the graveyard shift at the graveyard. Oh, ironic. 
2 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's, that's the best time. That's when the ghosts and the, and the demons come out to have the suits. Yes, the go- only the goblins come before two. Ooh, goblins ghosts, come out. Go- ghosts and demons come after two. After two. Look at your roots. Roots at two. You won't notice any ray because you'll be fucking a dead birdie. You the birdie. The birdie sex is good only after tea. To the end of demon to go. All right, guys, I'm done doing my work over here. We can start, we can start the show. All right, go ahead, go ahead and start the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all set now. Hey, Jim, do you want to go to an ice cream Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Welcome to the ice cream sushi. Welcome to the ice cream graveyard. Sitting across from me is a fatal ditch brother and a birdie faker. There's the other one. Journey, journey ditch. Journey ditch. The Davy ditch over there. What was his name? Tony. Tony? Tony. Tony Dooch. Because they were mafia people. They were Journey and Tony. Davy. Yeah, Davy's a nice mafia name. Sure. David versus Mafia. Davy versus Goliath. Davy put his finger in the dike and she said, no. Davy put, <laughs> put Goliath's head in the bed to send a message. <laughs> uh, I woke up to it. Berg. I think this is Jacob's least favorite episode so, in a long so time. So far. <laughs> in a long time. Maybe ever. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch Brothers Necromafia. <laughs> <laughs> it checks all the boxes, Jacob. I don't know why you're not enjoying <laughs> yeah, it. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think this bit <laughs> is just fire. Be a mood. This bit is fire. Let's <laughs> just be a weird mood I'm in. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> there's a Kickstarter up right now. Yes. Because of Kickstarter's rules, it's just called Matt Donnelly's First. That's it. Yeah, it's got to be clean. But someone's trying oh. to raise a million dollars for me to uh, to blow a, blow someone. Great. Which is, uh, and I was thinking about it. Uh, I we had really a, we had a really difficult time raising uh, twelve thousand for Connecticut churnout. Right. So a million's probably a little a little further than that. Probably. That's my my first take. Uh huh. Then you know, just daydreaming about blowing a dude for money. Uh huh. I was like, you know what? It really like to the fact that I'm gonna give you guys money for 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 nothing on it. Not for nothing. I don't know. Not for nothing. What are you, what are you gonna film? We're gonna give you encouragement. Oh, we're, we're gonna be there. We're I'll, gonna yeah. We're gonna. I'll probably buy you. We're a gonna card. cheer. I'll buy you a card. That's. I mean, that's definitely a hallmark moment. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's first BJ. Yeah. And uh, uh, you know, uh, like from then on, like you guys have to like help me move and stuff. You know we're, what I mean? I we're gonna guess. hold your keys while you do it. Like if I if I yeah like suddenly I need a kidney the first people I get to call are you guys you know what I mean well I mean we'll help you but we'll help you by probably just using some of that money you gave us <laughs> right 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 we're gonna do that as well be like, oh you need to move oh let me call some people <laughs> I help you out with that we'll call people and make that happen I'm not moving shit again ever so Anne fixed up our uh, is it on Kickstarter office room yeah. She fixed up the office room, right? Yeah. Where I have all my shit stored. Uh-huh. And I just have boxes and boxes of shit. And so I had stuff. I have stuff stacked floor to ceiling in a lot of spaces in there. Uh-huh. She rearranged it. She moved a table that was next to all my boxes and set that over on the other side. So now she bought it. got another table. You got both tables. So you got an L-shaped desk now. 
she fixed it all up with little tablecloths and just straightened it all up and moved a bunch of my stuff and, and all that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, fine, nice, great, great little office space. She got herself a new little filing cabinet. Lovely. Then this morning she comes in, Paul, Paul, there was an avalanche of your shit in the room. <laughs> oh, really? Did you push her out of the way. Oh, really? Check? And she's like, she's like, yeah, yeah, a bunch of your shit fell over. And, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's on me. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it is, because it was from the back of the wall. I'm like, Anne, you moved a bunch of stuff yesterday. <laughs> you moved a table that was clearly supporting a bunch of other shit. And it all fell the fuck over. This is not my doing. You move stuff, uh-huh. and it fell the fuck over. I'll fix it eventually. Not today, though. And this is not how I want to start my morning. I walk in. I could barely open the door. Great. Great. Oh, I opened the door. Oh, look, all my things that I like. All fl- thrown to shit. Yay. Hooray. Good night. I'm done. Oi. And I'm sorry that you, you know, don't shoot the messenger. Ann's got two strikes this week. Oh, no. Two strikes this week. (laughs) I'm putting you on blast, McFeeters. I'm putting you on blast, McFeeters. You fuck me good, McFeeters. I'm putting you on blast. This feels like a mistake. (laughs) Oh, it definitely is. I'm calling not it for having Paul move in with me. It definitely is. Here's the thing. And I'm not listening. Go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. I'm going to say Thursday night. While Paul night, says this, I'm going to eat this lovely peanut butter cup and not be part of it at all. Thursday night. <laughs> I'm going to eat this condom. Thursday night, I, I, I need my mother's I, milk. I, I come home. Yum, 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 yum. I come home and I see our welcome mat has a bunch of shit smeared on it. <laughs> bunch of dog shit smeared on the welcome mat. And on the shit outside and the inside. smeared her own poop? I know, right? On the mat? I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Paul, no sign of severe unhappiness. No. <laughs> well, she is married to me. Uh, she, she is. That is a cry for help. <laughs> that is severe. But and then I open. I, I get inside the, the the house, and there there's her shoes, her little slip-ons that she uses to take the dogs out. Yeah, she she got dog bomb. Now I lay the blame squarely at the ass fucks who don't clean up their dog shit. Wait, yeah. so she stepped in dog shit in her like in her dog walking shoes. Yeah, right. I I because uh, I've been you know doing a, a lot of walks around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how people don't clean up after their dogs. I w- I wouldn't use the word amazing. Well, uh, it's upsetting. Yes, uh, my friend Rachel in San Francisco uh, did this thing where uh, she started she started making tiny flags with the word poop on it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Nah, I, I like remember it. you tell me. A little oh bit yeah, about yeah. This. So she walked around the neighborhood, and every time she saw an, an, uh, a turd not picked up, she just stuck a flag in it. And so, yeah. and so people were walking down the street saw a ton of flags with poop on it, and it worked. People started cleaning up after their dogs. More. Does she sell these? Like, can I buy some of these? I don't know. She must have like an Etsy page or oh, something. Please. I have to ask her. But it's I, I I've been it's thinking about doing idea. it for my neighborhood because it's it's I really bad. I wouldn't do it in my neighborhood. I don't think just, I'd use it for poop. I will be they'll killed. Just shoot, they'll just yeah. shoot the flags. Yeah, they'll shoot the flags and Who's the dog. Who's putting poop signs in my dog's poop? I just can't even. <laughs> Half the people don't even put leashes on their dogs. I'm like, God oh, damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. It's because they're disciplined. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I know. the master of that They're job. the masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Zen fucking masters. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dogs are like, oh, what the fuck is this dog doing coming up on my Shit, well, I'm chained to this asshole. For someone who works with animals all the time, they're full of fucking shit. 
They are full of shit. Animals are full of shit. Yeah. Well, and the people too. And the people are full of shit. Yeah, they're not they're not controlling shit. Um so yeah, so there's there's poop on the, the doormat. Yeah. It's been there for a couple of days and I just haven't had a chance to fix it. And she was hoping it would dry out, but it doesn't get a whole lot of sun. <laughs> I like how we all tried to steer this away from and strike one. <laughs> yeah. And then Paul just took it right. This is the most dedicated well, to a topic that he's ever been. I have, time I have had this happen to myself. I have stepped in poop. I have pooped my own pants. Let, <laughs> let he among us who has not stepped in poop. Thing is, I've had my share of poop emergencies. I think Jake and I would handle this the same exact way. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. Being mad at Ann? Uh, I'm not mad at Ann. No, no. Just, just, it's just, 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 just keep it <laughs> coming in with the like grandmother disappointment. It's like I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, I, and it fucking wrecks you. No, no, no. I I'm so scared for you. But no, um, I just I haven't had the day. <laughs> Tomorrow's my first off day, and I'll clean up the fucking thing. How much? So but two, I just I two separate thoughts. One, how much is a mat? Uh huh. Is this, is this where, is this where you would go? Bucks. Is this where you would go? Buy a new mat? Yeah. Yes. That's 100%. I just would have thrown out the mat. Yes. <laughs> I, would have just thrown it. I would have seen it and been like, well, let's go and get the garbage right now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I think that's like, going to happen. I, I'm, other... I'm not emotionally dedicated to that mat. <laughs> I was like, oh, how am I going to find it? Anne is emotionally dedicated to that mat. She picked out that mat. I cannot tell you the time we took looking for mats. You don't know where she got it? No, I don't, I don't fucking care. She doesn't get the kind of mats I like. I'm like, oh, let's get that one. She's like, boo. Now, now we're thing. getting to the heart of the there problem. There it is. Here's the heart of the problem. Paul wants a different welcome mat. No, the part of the problem is Paul wants to live in Pee Wee's Playhouse and Anne's having none of it. <laughs> that's what's going on. Matt, I'll, I'll let a pterodactyl deliver the mail, but I'm going to pick out the welcome mat. That's it. That's kind of where does, we stand. Does your house have a welcome mat? It does. It, it, can you tell me with 100% certainty right now? I can tell you with 0% certainty. No what your welcome mat says on it or what it looks idea. like? I have no idea what my welcome mat says at yeah. all. On both doors, we have one. I have no clue what's <laughs> Does my it house. A, my house also has two welcome mats. Yeah, I have no clue what either of them say. Does I don't sh- think either of them say welcome. Does it, I don't know what they say. You know what mine says? Mine says streak of dog shit, <laughs> <laughs> which is the furthest thing from welcome. We also had a leak in our fucking closet. I'm a trying to think days if there's ago. anything at my house that I care less about than the welcome mat. I'm trying. No, I don't care about it. It's just I you- disagree with that statement entirely. <laughs> I care about coming home at night and being like, "Oh, I got to carefully step around dog shit to get in my house." Uh, let me I ask don't you know. This. If you came home to no mat, no dog mat, right? No welcome mat. Right no now. welcome mat. Would you have noticed? Yes. Would would you what? So how does that conversation go then? Say Anne just throws it out, threw it out. What happened to the mat? Oh, it got dog shit on it. Oh, okay. I'll, we'll have to get a new one. Okay, so that is the way you would be like. You're like, what the mat? The mat that you spent so much time pressure. Why didn't you try to put it in the sun to dry it out and clean? No, no. no. What I'm her. what I'm gathering from this conversation That's is, her on that one. Uh, he would have gotten home. He would have said, "Where's the welcome mat?" She goes, "Well, I got dog shit on, so I threw it away." He would hit He'd go, "Okay, great." And then he'd wait until he got here, yeah, and then discuss it vehemently on no, the. No, I would not, because I <laughs> wouldn't have funny? seen the dog shit. I was just about to hypothetically run this through my marriage, uh-huh. and I thought, no, I'm not going to actually. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not even going to hypothetically betray Sarah's perspective on uh-huh. her. No, 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 and because aunt, today you and I are both smarter than Paul. <laughs> she, well, I don't care. If she was, Two strikes, McFeed. Yeah. <laughs> 
She was in a mood this morning with me. She's like, I don't know why. Your stuff fell over in that room that I reorganized. Oh, okay, it's on me. I was like, fuck my, fuck my world. Shit on me. I'm starting to think of Strike 2 has a lot to do with Strike 1. I do, too. I'm starting to think that it just started removing one toy at a time until uh-huh. it went a-shaking. And then Tim Burr. You don't have to do much. I'm also thinking that the Strike 3 is going to be on Ann's side. <laughs> that's, that's Anne's, Anne's going to jump straight to Strike 3. I have a feeling Ann's already got Strike 6. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a feeling no. Anne's already... Uh, There's plenty of other strikes. I think... <laughs> That's why I don't ever talk about strikes, strikes on air. Nope. Or out loud even to my to wife. other people. <laughs> because you because hold them to yourself. Every time my wife has anytime I anytime I have two strikes on my wife, she's got you know, she's pitching like a, an eight inning no hitter on me. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. She's just she's just she's got Oh, I know. She's I know. got twenty strikes. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. Hanging, about to close out the game. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want the game to close out. No. So we I have, don't ever talk about my strikes. We have very <laughs> different You're like, oh Sarah's got two strikes and you look up and you're married to Randy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> we have oh, very different I'll shut approaches. The fuck up. <laughs> Very different approaches to all that everything. No, no, you you guys actually do. You 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 are uh, hilarious and and wonderful with each other. I mean, that that's way. I mean, thankfully, yes. I mean, she puts up with my bullshit. Yeah, eighty five percent of the time. Yeah, fifteen percent of the time, no dice, Mattingly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I tell I, you, one I, way- was, I was planning on working on the room over the weekend. I got a bunch of stuff to do this weekend. Okay, I got like I got a list of things that I'm gonna work on. Um, you got a bunch of stuff around your house that you're working on there, Paul. Yes, <laughs> adorable. I know, right? Yeah, compared to you, it's nothing. Um, Matt came over to my house the other day. It was to, to pick something up. It was as if it had, uh, it was uh, post Civil War reclamation, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the carpet baggers had run it out. That's right. You guys are slowly putting life back. Together. Heavy duty, huh? <laughs> I've spent the last two days building a new wall. There's just Jesus. boxes and shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but your kitchen looks nice. Yeah, thank you. Now the play our our apartment is is really like ship shape for the most part. Yeah, just need, but this one room. No, no. Like, well, smear Jake, of dog well, shit. that well, that's just it. Like, like Jacobs, don't let Jacobs reign. Over. He he chose to buy this no, this, this I get, cartel compound. I get I'm frustrated. I get I'm enjoying my cartel compound. I want to know Paul's list. I'm out late. <laughs> I'm out late on Wednesday. We're doing yeah. the bucket show. We're tearing it up, and then I got to get ready to start my work week. We had the craziest bucket show. It was a fun bucket mm-hmm. show. Here's the thing. You know what's funny about this bucket show? Because we got. I think it's up on our YouTube page now. Mm-hmm. It's also on our Twitch page right now. Twitch. Dot TV slash hey scoops. The bucket show.com. The bucket show.com. Um, and I was trying, I was talking to Brett McKay after the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. That show that we did was not the most, like, if you see improv for the first time or even see us for the first time, it was not necessarily the best show for us to see. No. We were ridiculous. One factor is that, uh, I think I told you that if that I, we've discussed on the air that, like, when, like I'm used to be uh, kind of like more of the straight man on this show. And then when we did improv, you kind of end up being the straight man on that show. I'd be mm-hmm. more gross at the bucket show. You'd be more gross on this show. Right. And then every, everything to do with just our training. That like Paul trained at Second City, super clean. I trained in Jersey and New York where clean comedy was was useless. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, we just get in those modes. And I said it felt like a podcast because like, we were both just in ridiculous modes. Yeah, we just throwing everything at the wall. But you know, I've been Paul and I've been improvising for twenty some odd years. <laughs> mm. 
I thought you meant together. No, together yeah, for ten. Together for oh yeah, it is but ten. Jesus Christ! I know okay. it's actually coming yeah. up on eleven. I'm so used to just saying wow. eight as a right. Default. That's what I thought. To, no, it's longer. And it's than coming that. up on eleven. It's a lot longer than that. And there are moments <laughs> in that show, yeah, that I like the pride of those moments outweigh that the show wasn't the most like welcoming banner show. Yeah, and it's the closest. There are there are moments in that show that are the closest improv comedy can come to jazz for me. Yeah. Like, you and I, uh, when we started the Bucket Show, said we don't want to just do a traditional short-form show. We want a show that goes off the rails. Mm-hmm. We, want, we want it to seem like we're going to do a regular improv show, but make sure something very unique happens in the room that the, the audience knows this is only for us right. tonight. And there are three things that we hit such spe- a specific thing, that we diverted to such a, a, a specific thing, that I was like, no other comedy person that would and I would see that moment, go there, knock it out, and come back without thinking. Right. And that was like the coolest thing. So there's like three moments in the last bucket show that I was like, holy shit, I'll never like I would never I'll never accomplish that in improv with anybody else doing anything. That's else. just it. The unspoken communication that we're able to accomplish at this point. Yeah. Is it, it's it's it makes me really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Because are you afraid dog shit's gonna get on? No, it? I seriously Mattingly, you are the dog shit on my welcome. No, I seriously thought about this the other night. Uh I get two nights ago, what as it's like I I, if I'm not improvising with you, yeah. If something happens to either of us, <laughs> that's I'm just like fuck. And I know that's a terrible way to look at it. And that's a, definitely a glass half because we came off a really good show. Yeah. But I'm just like, no, no, no. That's not gonna happen. I'm laughing with anyone I'm, else. I'm laughing because from- I, I have more of a thought. You know, like, <laughs> part of why I go to see a therapist is that my wife goes to the grocery store. Yeah. I just go through it. I go every time. Yeah, yeah. I go like, she might die in a car crash. I might be on my own with the kids. Mm-hmm. That thought crosses my mind every time. Sure. Or I leave. Do you ever think about the possibility that she might just errantly wipe dog shit on your welcome <laughs> mat and just leave it for days? <laughs> I love you, Anna. You know I love you. I'm being an asshole. That, that took like 20 minutes for him to get to that point. No, I she know I'm going to take care of the fucking mat. I just this my my but I think you're throwing the garbage. Yeah, yeah. But I but I have had those same thoughts too, of course. Of like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what if she never comes back? She's going to go get pizza. What if that's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, if yeah. what if and and then then I get even more like you know, if before this episode dies, I would have said that Paul was the least likely in this room to have that happen to. <laughs> if she, not anymore. <laughs> randomly oh. murdered. <laughs> Or just buried, go, buried in a bunch of dog shit. Probably, she's mat. probably just going to be like, "I'm going to get pizza. Goodbye." <laughs> well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a different fear that's crossed <laughs> exactly. my mind. Why are you taking that suitcase to get pizza? No reason. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I would I would only know she was really leaving if the so dogs. I, were I, gone. I think about what you, you're talking about. I think about this all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think about you, <laughs> you me dying, you dying. What, yeah, that, something, that, whatever. Yeah, Jacob dying. Uh huh. Jacob dying is like then we're re- that's like, the we're that's really the like, we just sit here and be like, please, someone <laughs> what? come please by so here. help us help. <laughs> please someone hit the start button. Somebody, please. I don't know how to play our theme. How music. this work? <laughs> how this work? How computer work? <laughs> <laughs> I think about all of it, I, right? All the time. Well, I mean, right. but I guess that's the that's the part of the magic of theater 
Yeah, part of the magic of entertainment and what we do. Well, also what you're what you're describing is just a, a recognition that for this we are we are codependent on each other. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but also I mean we're just a microcosm of life in general and the codependency of. I say all that life. To people all the time when people are like, "What's your show about?" I'm like, "We're a microcosm of life in general." <laughs> And they're like, and then, they, uh, they, uh, the phone drops because they just can't get it out fast. Uh, they, just, they accidentally throw their phone into a wall. They start just trying fires. to fumble for they the start download. Fires button. flicking through screens <laughs> on their cell phone to, to subscribe. <laughs> oh, I accidentally started a fire in my garage yesterday. Speaking of, speaking of starting fires. So, no, you're not allowed to die in a uh, fire. By the way, Ellsroth, if we don't get a microcosm of life itself t shirts, I'd be very fucking upset. <laughs> the most, we would look so pretentious. We're <laughs> your own podcast. <laughs> a microcosm of life itself. Like, what's that? My podcast. Matt, Matt who's extra social. A microcosm of life itself. That's my podcast right there on my chest. I'll take eight. I will wear them every See? fucking day. See? Every day. I'll wear two. Again, Paul knows a hit when he hears it. I, I'm skeptical, but no, I've been wrong no, no. every time no, no, this has no. gone down should the we, Should we have special ones printed up just for us that say, yes, this is my podcast? <laughs> yes, this is my podcast. A microcosm of life itself. <laughs> but no, but in a in a dark, serious way, like it it just does go to the point of the ephemeral nature of existence and the razor thin line that we all walk in the day to day. That's why I'm just dumbfounded by the stuff that we've achieved uh, in general. Yeah, it's like there's so many things that could derail all of this shit yeah, <laughs> in yeah, a yeah. fucking heartbeat. But we've been able to make a really strong go of it for so long, and it's wonderful. Because my other al- alternative is being we- a fucking zombie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was left because like, when we used to teach, yeah, people would always be like, you and Paul don't agree on comedy. Or like, Paul teaches this and you teach that, and blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, okay, if we disagree that much, how the fuck are we knocking out all these shows all the time with each other and enjoying right. and enjoying it? Like I was like, we can't, we can't. I was like, we have different approaches. That's why we like playing with each other. That's it. We like teaching approaches because that's what we teach our approach. We teach what we know. But I was like, if, we, if it was really that conflictive, Paul and I would hate performing with each other. Well, we just did it. We just did it again in Natchitoches. We had, you know, I did the the oh yeah, the, yeah. The, couple the warm ways, classes, the warm up classes. I did a lot of basic stuff. A lot of, you know, go back to the old rules, you know, the yeah, simple yeah, yeah. shit. And uh, simple, but it's the core. Yes. Right? Like, if you don't have these tools, you're done. And then you came in and uh, wound them up with a really strong form. Yeah. You know, with some really heavy... Uh, Performance stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, that worked. Oh, yeah. They crushed it. That's what they needed. Yeah, yeah. They needed, because they had a lot of new people, they needed the... The, the simple stuff and then the hardcore and it just yeah we just have we each have our strengths with that but yeah we but also too we know with improv and with any kind of you know especially improv uh the amount of agreement you have to have to even disagree oh yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah so it's like yeah it's funny it's a weird thing i'm laughing I, I, are you reading any of this stuff about the ucb stuff uh how it's kind of collapsing on itself yeah uh, oh, a, no. I haven't heard about that. I, just, just so much as that I know that. I live in a yeah. closet. What's UCB? Oh, Our uh, Brigade Theater. Okay. 
This and is the, the one that New York started, Improv Theater. It was uh, okay. where I initially trained in New York. Well, I trained at Chicago City Limits, and then I trained at UCB, mm-hmm. and then left left the theater in a dramatic, fiery, political thing, and right. then went over okay. to its competition at the People's Improv Theater and, and helped that place kick ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've loved hating it for a long, long time. Okay. I went to the UCB Festival in 2008 with Super Yum Yum 2 yeah. out in New York. That was a big, fun I did the excursion. first seven Dull Close marathons, and then I stopped. Yeah, of course, we missed fun. each other by a minute. Exactly. Well, that was right when you moved out, though. That's how yeah, it worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, That's so funny. Um, and because uh, uh, the, the first Dull Close Marathon was this fun thing for the community, then it became like a cool kids club for me. Oh, where, yeah. Like, the cool kids were over at this theater. And you did this pass to hang out with the cool oh, kids. Oh, absolutely! And... By the time we did it, it was it was like oh yeah. Although I I, I got to see some good stuff in the 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 basic spot yeah. too. But there, the, I was hearing like oh, if you have a thousand dollars, you could go see the greatest thing ever. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, why well, don't have that? And I don't know other yeah, improvisers yeah. that have that. And then they're like the, the yeah, and their ears were like, you have a pass, but if uh, you show up and people who pay want to sit here, then you have to leave, or like you can go to this place, but for an hour. And I was like, oh. why? Thanks for letting me in it to gets, your it got club, odd. kind of. It got yeah. odd. So, uh, anyways, a lot of a lot of things like that pissed me off. A lot of things that they were teaching artistically pissed me off, which mm. is why you know I, I left such a fiery way. Right. I am feeling bad for them because the press is holding them accountable in a way that I think is silly. Yeah. So they have to close theaters, and they keep having these meetings, and they're complaining. You know, the big like a big complaint is that they're not paying their performers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have heard about this. And so they demand, you know, and so, you know, UCB's defense, which I believe is absolutely true, is they're not making money on this. No. Right. No, no one who has done improv for any amount of time. Yeah. We can, we can tell you. Yeah. It's not lucrative. The, the no, big and people, money. And, and people who own improv theaters, some listen to this podcast. Yeah. Are laughing at the idea that you make a lot of money running improv. You can make money selling alcohol. That's it. You cannot mm-hmm. make money doing improv. Yeah, and like I, I think I speak from a place of just abject truth here. Yeah, the big money payout for an improv professional. Yeah, which I would consider myself at this point. Good, thank you. Okay, good. Ninety dollars <laughs> for a hard day's work. <laughs> That's the big payout, guys. Yeah, like when you tour. That's the, like when you tour. With yeah, the city. yeah, out yeah. the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're on if you're on tour co, yeah, that's about what you're pulling down. Yeah, if you're doing your own individualized classes, yeah, it's usually somewhere around there. Yeah, and compared yeah. to what is coming in, compared to the money that is coming in, ticket sales, class fees, what what have you, do you feel that that ninety dollars a day is a fair is a is a fair percentage for the performer? Oh, but that's not that no that's not that's not for a performer. <laughs> that's for an improviser. That's for an. Imp- that's for. A, that's Someone for who a, teaches a teacher. Okay, for that employee who, who is not not employee. That's who runs the shit, Jacob. That's the owner. <laughs> I'm just looking for a yes or no for that person. Do you no, think it's ninety dollars a day. Of course, it's not. No, no, I'm not asking if it's enough. Is that is that an acceptable percentage of the money that is coming in? Uh yeah. Okay. And so there's not. I'm that asking much money genuinely. I'm not making yeah, a yeah, point. No, there's just not that much. There's pie not that much coming in. There's not. Yeah, improv theaters have always been a labor of love. Uh, I think the improv boom in general is a bust, but that's not bad news for the smaller outlets. No, it's a good it's a good thing because the, the right people still will find it. Exactly, the right people still will find it, and the bust is happening. Meaning that it means that like the 
so many average people now want to take an improv class mm-hmm. and just want to do it to just feel like they are getting better at doing things on their feet. Right. That's exactly what improv theaters are it's for. What it's about. That's going to keep happening because yeah. improv is now so well known that to take an improv class is similar to like, I should start doing yoga. Yes. And that's why it's the end of the UCB and the end of these higher end improv the, the piece that I read was something about how, like, okay, these students might walk with twenty bucks, yeah, at the end of a night, right? If they if they were able to to, to figure this all out, right? And it's like, what is that compared to keeping the theater open? Yeah, and, well, that's it. You know, and also like, well, because, like the reason why the UCB is the UCB is because it's open in New York and LA, mm-hmm. okay? And the reason, like, everyone who came up with me would all of us looking back are not like, oh, fuck, imagine if I made 20 bucks a show. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, but I'd be in a different place today. And conversely, though, I no, mean, you how You gotta take much... classes. Classes cost, you know, 250 bucks and now they cost like 400. Yeah. yeah. Okay? I, you gotta pay that. And then you have to you have to rehearse at least once a week. You're paying a coach that's, uh, you know, you're, that's like 10 mm-hmm. bucks out of your pocket for rehearsal space or That's whatever. where you make those $90 when you're a coach. Ah, it's the truth. yeah, yeah. It's the truth. So to be in improv in New York or LA, you are putting out money yes. every week. It costs you to something. To do it, to do yeah. it. A hundred percent worth the investment. Absolutely. And also and like, not because the UCB owes me money. And no. also like look around I that's a hobby. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Name a hobby that doesn't cost you anything. There are none. <laughs> right. Well that's it. So like so, if I go, if I go play a round mm-hmm. of golf, I mean that costs me something. Yeah. In New and, York and LA and, it's absolutely professional investment. Right. Because it's the only place where you're going to get the people, like, the only reason why I'm working, uh, uh, the jobs that I'm working today, mm-hmm. is because of gaining my confidence going up Absolutely. against the best mm-hmm. in Absolutely. New York. Absolutely. And you also, I mean, you can point at UCB, you can point at Pitt, and you can, and you can point at, at those things and say, this is where I receive my training. Yeah. And people who understand those things know that that is a real thing. So, the only thing I want to say on this matter is where they used to be fucked up a long time ago. Okay. I remember this big theater meeting where it was becoming very hip to see shows. And a lot of people were like putting on their one-person shows or like all of a sudden out-of-town headliners were coming in to do shows. Mm -hmm. And those people were, you know, a lot of industry started coming in. A Mm -hmm. a ton of agents and managers started coming to see a lot of shows that used to be. The first one started to blow up and make it a hip venue. Yeah. Um, To make room for this boom, they had a meeting where they officially said, hey... Our class, our school, our improv classes in our school are separate from the theater. Mm. I said, our theater has nothing to do with our classes. We'll try to get you yep. class performances, but this is how that goes down. And this is what their doom is now. Yes, because, because as soon as you say that... Yeah, you've lost all of your footing. to right. do, All the justification we just made uh-huh. is gone. Yeah. That was that's the thing with Second City. Yeah. When you get enrolled in the classes, of course, they stress this is not a ticket to the main stage. Yeah. By any means. But it is a path. You know what I mean? There yeah. is that dangled carrot. Oh, without a doubt. No, and that's the thing, it's like in Second City, that's the that's that's what UCB never fully followed through on. If you're gonna do one model versus the other, you have to do the second city model, which is by the way, like, yeah. So uh so one of the founders mm. of the UCB, mm. Ted Yu, famously mm. stood up at Del Close's funeral and condemned Second City for being an abomination of what Del 
wanted to oh, do. Dear. And point out the hypocrisy of Second City. Oh, it was considered dear, oh dear. a triumphant moment right. for improv purists. <laughs> uh-huh. Then that same founder turned you should be exactly into Second City. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. it's like it's very difficult to escape that model. Exactly. That's because like, that is the the that yeah. is the successful model. And if you look at if you go back and like we used to we read all these Second City books, right? So yeah. like the seventies and eighties and stuff like that. So yeah. From the sixties building up the seventies and eighties. Right. This is exactly we are now in the eighties mm-hmm. of that time frame. Yep. Which is when Second City kind of fell off the map. Cycles, man. It cycles like they did the exact. They used to be did the exact same playbook, the exact mm-hmm. same playbook, and now they're just dying like Second City. Died. I was going to say, I mean, and it will not go fully go away like Second City didn't fully go away, right? And they're going to recover in a way that's below this level mm-hmm. that will still thrive in some capacity, but they've lost that initial whatever made it that badass thing is gone. Yeah, it'll be different. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I mean. Improv has been on the downswing for a few years now. Yeah. And probably around 2025 or so, there will be a revival in some in some form. Like a you know, a, a remake of Whose Line will come out on, on TV and it'll be a hit or something like that. I, something that, will something will swing back. I mean, and, and it's just I mean it's it'll be any, different. anything else. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be different. It'll but, be different. It, but it has to go away. Like literally like interest has to go away and people and then all of a sudden like it's gonna take like my kids being like, oh, this, Here's a neat thing. These guys doing improv. Yeah. And, I, and these guys are hilarious, and I love them. You know, like, it's going to take that. Yeah, yeah, But it's going to take that distance to start again. If, it, if, it's, if improv is totally ubiquitous, some young I mean, it won't be Matt. It's not very. Be, it's a very tricky... It won't be Matt's kids, because Matt's kids will be too busy sticking his hand in a, in a pile of shit and then smearing it on Paul's welcome mat. <laughs> I'm throwing out that You got strikes on me, boy. <laughs> as soon as I get home, Two I'm strikes. throwing out that fucking welcome mat. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Bring bring the garbage back to the mat. I'm gonna I'm gonna even give you advice. Yeah, you're thinking about maybe bring the mat to where the garbage is. I'm nope. telling you, bring the garbage back to where the mat is. And this is all <laughs> assuming that Anne has not already taken that welcome mat and put it in the room filled with Paul's toys. <laughs> but that's her if office. She heard this, she would. That's her office. No, she would set it all on fire. Like, get this get this garbage out of here. This it's is... a good thing for Paul that we're not live right now. She's no, she's she's incredibly generous to let me keep all my bullshit. Agreed. It's a we lot. We all agree with you. I have a <laughs> lot of stuff. I have a fuckload of stuff. But in my defense, it is pretty much packed away as compactly yeah. as I can make it. Uh huh. So, good defense. I, yeah, right. I know. He, I really did accidentally start a fire. I really did accidentally start a fire in my garage last night. Oh, with yeah, what? I wanted to hear this. What, uh, what happened? Yeah, so I, I've been. Uh, <laughs> Our guest was like, "Yeah, shut up about the improv thing." <laughs> Jacob <laughs> started a fire. Fire. <laughs> I want to make sure his fish are fire okay. Right? I, I, I teach. I teach this as, as an improv. I say emotional importance versus uh, right. you know, importance. <laughs> actual importance. Actual importance. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 and I, I say freeze. What is the only thing the audience is thinking about right now? Fire. <laughs> fire. Right. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> uh, so Matt, Matt saw the other day. I, ha- I had this. Uh, I have a couple of walls in my in the new house that are wood paneled, and so I've been doing different things with these walls, like setting them on fire, like setting them on fire. Okay. Uh, so one of them that I've been <laughs> I've been slowly putting together using kerosene and flint. Yes. Does your garage look like those old uh, Calvin Klein underwear ads that were like straight up basement pedo weirdness? Do answer the question. I'm just looking for yes, yes. or no, Jacob. Okay. <laughs> I got, I got, it. Got a clear image now. <laughs> okay, see, in my head, you say that, and I just think he has underwear plastered everywhere. Well, That's what I'm thinking. It's kind of what it was. It, it was a thing when I was in college. I'm thinking, uh, what's her name? Uh, Back in '90, they were really sticky. Oh, '94. What's her name? Who did the Who did the underwear ads? Wearing the jeans and was like, nothing comes between me and my and my Calvin Klein's or oh, something like Jesus. that. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't remember who that was. That was a famous actress. Yeah, Linda Evangelista. That's who it was. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Linda Evangelista. Linda Evangelista. I can't er. wait till she's dead. <laughs> and I can have sex with her at the graveyard. So one of these walls er. that are covered with a wood paneling. Deebs are dead, Linda Evangelista. Deebs. Deebs. I decided to uh, cover the wood paneling with reclaimed wood. Okay. And so I got Wait, these. Wait, now, reclaimed wood. Uh-huh. For those who don't know. Go ahead. I want to know. You know, not me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck? For those who don't know, like me. Yeah. Proceed. What's like that? It. Yeah. <laughs> it's wood that was used for something else, and his, his, like an old barn or something. So stolen? Okay. Stolen wood. Got it. Yes. You're it's like what you do with valor. Me and my brother Turny Dooch. Found the wood. It fell off a truck. Yeah, this this truck called a house next door. <laughs> Do you know my neighbor's house? The one which missing all the wood. That's where I got reclaimed wood from. <laughs> I reclaimed it is my own. <laughs> I'm here to reclaim some wood. Excuse me. Did you take the wood from my house? Well, I reclaim some wood. Er, damn it, did you call Dibs on the wood? <laughs> dibs on the your wood! Uh, oh. The Dun Dutch in. brother Dibs guy. <laughs> Done in by the Dibs again. <laughs> dibs rule is best rule. Hey, Starbucks, Dibs on next big American franchise. We don't, we don't play by Dibs. What? Oh, shit, my thing's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> We don't call it. We should have played by dibs. We call it a block lay. <laughs> I should have played dibs. Yeah, oh, would have been better. A huge mistake. We're reclaiming the wood with flames. So I have these, I have these slabs of of oak. The, these uh, scraped and whitewashed slabs of oak. The original name of Matt Mattingly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> slabs of oak. Slabs scraped of oak. And whitewashed. I thought you made up. <laughs> I'm scraped. He's whitewashed. And together we are slabs of oak. Together we are the American <laughs> political system. <laughs> scraped and, and uh, whitewashed. So for the most part, I, I have a a, a big uh, you know compound miter saw, a big power saw that I'm cutting this stuff up and, and putting it up in the in the right shapes and everything. But there are a few little spots that I'm having to go around pre-existing architectural features. Such as? Just places on, you know, as you get closer to the top, to the roof and everything, and there are beams up there and all, and all this stuff, okay. so I'm having, to, I'm having to make small cuts around it. And uh, my jigsaw was not doing it, uh, the, the really fine cuts, I, the jigsaw just wasn't working out. And so I ended up taking a Dremel tool, you know, one of those tools sure. that spin mm -hmm. really fast. Mm -hmm. And I've got these little diamond blades that I that I use for cutting stone. All, all the, the stone work that I did in my kitchen, I have several of these diamond blades left Addy, over. now you have your wrestling name. Thank exactly. You. Diamond blades. Diamond blades. Yeah. And uh, so I said, oh, I bet these will, these will cut through this wood. Boy, will they. And so I, well, they're not. They're they're rough, you know. They're they're made to cut through stone or, or something like that. They're not made for wood. Diamonds are rough. They are, and uh, they're the roughest diamonds. So as I started cutting through it, it started smoking a little bit because it's just like it's it's a friction blade at that point. Yeah, cutting through wood. But I'm making small cuts, and so that's not really bothering me. And it's burning the edges a little bit, which kind of looks nice. Uh, real quick, Paul, uh, is wood flammable? Most of it. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. And uh, unless it's green. Which I'm I'm watching it. Greenwood. It's yeah. definitely it's definitely smoking, and I'm and I know and it's heating up, and it's and it's definitely burning the edges a little bit as I'm as I'm doing this. But like I say, I'm making smallish cuts, <laughs> and so you, I'm not uh, worried about it. 
Jacob, did you doing the, did you rake doing... your garage first? <laughs> <laughs> Should have really raked that was during, the mistake. That's what they do in Herland. In Herland, there's no problem with the fears because we reek. <laughs> uh, so I had a little bigger cut at one point. I'm doing this on a, on a wooden workbench. And uh, the problem was not that I set the piece of wood on fire that I was cutting. <laughs> the problem is all of the sawdust that was left over uh, from the other stuff that was directly under that piece of wood. Oh. I set all of that on fire. <laughs> oh, that is the definition of kindling. <laughs> so, I mean, like, the I was right in that this piece of wood that I'm cutting, I'm making small enough cuts that it's not going to set this big piece of wood on fire. Yep. But the sparks, no big deal. Sparks drop down. Turned out, yeah, all that sawdust is also flammable. Sawdust yeah. did not hold it to the <laughs> rule. When yeah, the ball, yeah. When he was no. done cutting each piece of wood, he went... <laughs> And then that was that. And, exactly. and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I grabbed a big piece of cardboard and, uh, and and knocked it out. All right. No. Yeah, because cardboard doesn't catch on fire. What's... It takes a second for I'm, it to catch on fire, I'm though. I'm worried about your house right now. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> I've been building a lot of fires. We have a fireplace, and boy, do I like building fires. Fires are nice. They're so nice. Mm-hmm. I bought this. And having a wood fire is just, just wonderful. Yeah. I bought this book called Death Wish. <laughs> And I've been playing with fire ever since. Uh-huh. It's been great. Uh, one of the dogs, uh, Lily, uh, yes. every time I build a fire, she just comes over and sits and watches the fire. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure she's going to kill me. Yeah, that's a sign. <laughs> yeah, it's waiting sign. for the time. She's just staring at the fire. Ah, uh, she loves it. That's, she does. That's her old, you know. He's going to come to you one day, wake you up, and be like, hey, a bunch of your stuff just fell over. <laughs> There's an old hunter. Do- oh, my God. Yeah. And then, well, that's surely my fault. And then you go, yeah. you'll go to pick it up, and it'll bite your neck. Oh, Inside <laughs> this dog's head, it's just like uh, the omen, just Helios. Yeah, yeah. Just staring at the That's fire. all it is. Addie, you got kids? I do not know. You got a uh, job? I do. That's, Several. Okay, what, what, do, what, do, what do you do? Uh, why are you in town? Why am I in town? Yeah. Because, uh, what was it? A couple months ago? Man, you really don't like to answer these questions, huh? I don't. <laughs> all right, I really we don't. can move on. This is weird, but no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, a <laughs> couple months ago, when you guys had... Brent Mukayan. Yes. Did I say that right? Sorry, yep. Brent. Uh, as far as you know, we did. And I made the joke about, I can't wait till they get to the bottom of the barrel so I can be on the show. Yeah. And you were like, come on in. I was like, we just had people awesome. come in all the time, yeah. So I messaged you and was like, oh, when when's like a good time to come in? Because I can just fly in, do the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then leave. And you're like, probably don't want to do that. Don't come in here just for us. Because we switch our schedule all the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It does change. So then I went ahead and did that anyway. Oh, so you just flew in for this? I literally flew in for this. So what else are you doing besides this? This can't be uh, I'm worth gonna, it. I'm going to stare at fish. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. Well, are you going to the chart house on a, a Golden Nugget? I, tell me about it. Uh, it's, tell it, me about it's the fish. My, it's, my, uh, it's, my, it's where I host. It's w- when I used to do, when I didn't have kids, I would actually have to host people when they came to town. Mm-hmm. Now I go like, I have kids. Good luck, unless you want to have a barbecue is how it happens now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you do the like, if you want to go here, I'll drop you off. You can go look at the things. I don't want to do that. But I'll drop you off the Bellagio Fountains. You walk from there to the, across the street to this. Do do ten things, and I'll pick you up at the New York, New York. Right. Uh, but for downtown, I would park at the uh, Golden Nugget, mm-hmm. uh, and then you walk in there, and right right is right in the main entrance. There is the is a restaurant called the Chart House. Okay. And the Chart House has like it's something good. like a two million dollar aquarium. Ooh. It's like a fancy steakhouse, but the bar is right there. Okay. Uh, so the restaurant's on the other side of the fish tank, but the bar is on the on the on the side right facing the lobby. Ooh. So you literally just walk in, 
sit down, get yourself a nice cocktail, mm-hmm. and see the most craziest fucking aquarium you've ever seen in your life. It's super cool. Saltwater or freshwater? Saltwater. Saltwater. And then you, uh, and then you knock that back, and you literally then you just walk fifty feet. You're on Fremont Street. You walk right out the yeah, side yeah. there, and you're boom. You're just walking up. But and down don't, Fremont Street. but don't walk that way yet. Go, go in there, do that aquarium, and then walk over to the pool because okay. they also have the Shark Reef Pool. Yeah, we're okay. I was hearing about that. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It has a water slide that goes through the shark tank. But I mean, it's super cool to just go stand at the side of the Can pool. Can you still pay a fee to go swim there? Yeah, I think so. Without being a guest of the hotel, yes, I think so. I think all downtown casinos take any money for anything. Right. Wait, <laughs> right. for the pool or for the that. sharks? For the pool. For the pool. Fuck. Yeah, I well, thought I could swim with sharks. Well, you do. You, you go through you, water you go slides. There, there, is, there is a shark tank in the middle of a donut-shaped pool. And okay. so you can swim in the donut, and then in the hole there are sharks. So you can be right How next to the sharks. How easy is it to get into the hole? You can't. Come on, please. You gotta put I fire mean, there's got to the be some way to okay. do it. Fire in the hole. <laughs> you know who could get in there? Diamond blades. Diamond blades. Boom, boom, boom. No hole is too hard for diamond blades. <laughs> ah, fire! Uh, guys, we we tested out uh, diamond blades. Uh, did a little Q rating on him. He's coming off a little rapey. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Because of his no hole is too hard catchphrase? Yeah, yeah. In the age of consent, it's kind of not the best thing. Uh-huh. Want to be putting, not the best foot, want to be foot forward. All right, well. We're going to work on some new phrases. Okay. All right, right. good. Let's, let's hear go. it. Let's go. Let's go to uh, next week's promo. <laughs> Diamond Blades, are you ready for this match? Like it or not, I'm going inside you. <laughs> Diamond Blades. What? What? Wasn't that fine? <laughs> no. That was even more rapey than the Ahola. How do you figure? <laughs> uh, ready, whether you like it or not, that, that part. All right, let's Very, go. Hey, <laughs> fast forward to next week. Drawing board. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the ring, Diamond Blades. Without your permission, I will enter you. <laughs> deep and hard. Uh, Diamond Blades. What? Uh, stop going. We're, you're no longer in charge of your drawing room. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> drawing board. You're not, you're not in charge of your drawing board anymore. Who is then? I don't know, but you keep, getting, you keep making a situation fine, worse. Fine, 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 fine. I'll take whatever you give me and I'll say it. I'm Diamond Blades. And I'm looking to be the next big thing inside you. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a catchphrase writer, actually. I, I've got some good stuff We've for We brought it. in this consultant here. He's a catchphrase He's trained at the UCB uh, Theater, which I understand is a very funny place. <laughs> <laughs> this is his first paying job. <laughs> Ever. Uh, could, could you try out, uh, I'm going to take your children, uh, uh, biblically. I'm going to take your children, biblically. Because <laughs> the Bible is a lot of hard Am I yelling violence. at someone named biblically? <laughs> Yes. Another wrestler? Yeah, another yes. wrestler's name Biblically. All right, Biblically, this is Diamond Blade saying I'm taking your children. All right. Did it's that better. work? It's better. Better? It's better. It's better. It's better. Mm. <laughs> What's the matter? I, 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 I had a few I was kicking down the curb. All right, we'll go ahead and lay, lay it on us, but we're now we're just going to know whether we will rank them higher or lower than I will take your children Biblically. Great, 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 great. All right, all right. I am Diamond Blades. Your orifices are my domain and solely mine. Right, right, right. Cool, cool. Better, yeah, just, better. I'm, I'm gonna put that under. I'm gonna put that under mine. Just, go just barely. Under. Just barely it's though. An under. It's an under vote for me as well. All right. How about this one? How about this one? <laughs> You're watching me on wrestling, Diamond Blades. And if you've ever been uh, in a city. Then you know there are city workers, and they can go in a hole 
anytime they want. <laughs> All they do is they take a big stick, ram open the hole, and get in there and do whatever they want down in that hole. You are that hole. <laughs> I am the city worker. <laughs> I love it. I see nothing wrong with that. We either. hit it. I, I, just found found it. I just want to shorten it a little bit. I, right. Not me. I thought it was perfectly. <laughs> I'm Diamond Blades, and I'm a city hole worker. I mean, I'm not UCB trained, but I think it has a perfect length. I work in your city hole. <laughs> I work in your city hole. <laughs> Can you say that same sentence in an offensive Asian accent? Wait till I go to New Japan Wrestling. <laughs> All right, now I'm here. All right, ring the gong. 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 I walk into your city hole. Oh no! Wait, what happened? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Boo! Boo! Oh, they hate Boo. you over there. Oh boy, boy! <laughs> He's I don't know what him. it is, but Diamond Blaze does not play in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who could tell? <laughs> it's time to do a little scoop mail. Yeah. Physical scoop mail. Physical scoop mail. Terrible, terrible person. Dear Audio Guy Jacob and the other two, as these didn't turn up until after Scoop Fest, I have sent them to you as a belated Christmas gift. Uh, These are hot sauces made by the famous Rib Man in London. Uh, You now have a bottle of Holy Fuck, Christ on a Bike, and Holy Mother of God. Take one each and enjoy with our love, sexual love. That's Chris the Gas Man Scoop. And the famous Jake. Oh, gas man, famous oh, Jake. And he also sent us some uh, some poker chips from his uh, plumbing and heating business, from from Scoop's plumbing Amazing. and heating business that he did. That Very he cool. I'm at, we were oh, absolutely fun. suing you for copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> funny. You are. Dude. So we have, uh, yeah, holy, holy fuck hot sauce, uh, Christ on a bike hot sauce, and holy mother of God hot sauce. Wow. Okay. Which they're all nice look, uh, yeah, they're, they're really nice glass bottles and they look great. Uh, if you want to check out that hot sauce, check out uh, the Rib Man. Uh, it's an uh, English English company, the Rib Man LTD uh, over there in England. And uh, these hot sauces look real good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The British bottles are so different than American hot sauce bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're glass. I like them. Their yeah. teeth are atrocious. But the, well, <laughs> that's because they have to chew on those glass bottles. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get the supple rubber nipples like we do. That's right. Mother's milk. Come here, Mew, Mew. Give me some more Mother's milk. Oh, so apparently there's another. Oh, fuck. An MJ went I out? Oh, Oh. All I right, mean, what? like, we all, like, okay. all of us were like, of course. It's hard. Okay, I was thinking about this. <laughs> The MJ documentary that's oh. making the rounds at Sundance is going to be on HBO, and it's it's really damn. Speaking of diamond blades, uh, exactly. And uh, uh, you know, they use the R. Kelly show. model. We used to make fun of him on this show for being uh, a, a, a pederast, right? Yes, yes. And then I stopped because someone forwarded me an Esquire article that basically really kind of took apart the cases that were against him. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there's also this Vanity Fair article. That really condemns him. And in my mind, Esquire and Vanity Fair are the same magazine. So <laughs> I was anytime, not aware they were different. I'm with so, you. so anytime anyone brought up Vanity Fair, I was like, right. I was always like that 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 he's probably not he's mm. probably not as bad as we think, right? And then I was realizing, like, I keep saying my defense for Michael Jackson would after reading the Esquire article went as such like, hey, you know, like J.R. Barry with Peter Pan. I think he didn't have a childhood. I think he had just like a young, young kid. Like fetished, fetishized childhood in general. Okay, right, right. And that maybe he did like dumb, dumb sleepover stuff, but not. I don't think it was a blatant 
you know, child molester or whatever. But I realized that my compass for J.R. Barry actually just comes from Michael Jackson. Right. Like, I don't know ah. J.R. Barry. Do you know what I mean? Like, so the only energy, the only tortured energy I can think of that might have that was Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really don't have an actual accurate emotional compass for someone who would be the person I'm describing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so now this new doc seems to really lay waste to that, particularly the people who testified that it didn't happen are saying it absolutely did happen. Right. Ugh. And that they're not being paid for the doc or whatever. Like my, um, my, my only my only compass on the whole thing has always been uh, I know two people that worked with Michael Jackson yeah. uh, and did videos with him and everything, and uh, they both believed it uh, wholeheartedly when the when the first allegations came out. Ah, that that was that's my only. That's telling. Yeah, yeah. They that's they were like, oh yeah, that that should happen. Yeah. Uh, and it's how many kids who aren't yours at your house have to be hanging around before you go, um. Uh, what? Also, the... My interest in other people's kids is less than my interest in Paul's toy room. That's the truth. <laughs> Holy shit. You guys never even offered to babysit, even when I've asked you. No, uh, <laughs> that's why I, That's why I need to blow it, dude. <laughs> well, your kids can't come over to my place because I got too many toys I could get that's fucked That's true. Up. That is absolutely like, true. Matt has brought his kids over to my house before. Yeah. And my biggest interest in the kids is like, you guys okay? Great. <laughs> Jacob didn't slowly try to keep all of us sleeping over until my schedule would dictate that I couldn't sleep over anymore. <laughs> right. And then you were like, we'll let the kids keep staying over. The kids can see- keep coming over. That's fine. Because that's what he did. <laughs> right. I was uh, FaceTiming with my niece yeah. a while back, and I was showing her some toys on some of my shelves. Yeah. And she's like, oh, can I play with that? And I was like, nope. Yeah, so it was like FaceTime disconnect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, seemed to have dropped the call. <laughs> Never. My, my nieces and nephews get uh, get less attention than uh, than, or they get the same amount of attention that all kids get from me. And what I'm curious about with this doc, uh huh, is if there is the largest case of separating the art from the artist has always been Michael Jackson. Yes, mm-hmm. that no matter what has been out there up until this point. No one that I know that loved Michael Jackson's music has stopped loving Michael Jackson's music. Yes. Like, no matter what. That was the headline of this latest article that I saw was like, you'll never want to listen to Michael Jackson again. Yeah, and I was like, it's never been the case so far. I'll be curious if it happens. It certainly is happening with R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And it was funny because out of nowhere, for some reason, my oldest kid now knows the word, uh, I believe I can fly. Hilarious. So he's, he still does this thing where he asks me to pick him up, and I'll start going like, "I believe." Except he says, "I can believe I can fly," which I love. Huh. He goes, he'll up and go, "I can believe I can fly." He don't want to get in uh, copyright trouble. And I said, uh, <laughs> "I can believe I can fly." He's, he's changed it up That's just enough. Right. And it's true. It's That's the most agnostic approach to that song I've ever heard. I was, I was like, "I'm I allowed believe I to fly. believe I yeah. can fly. Believe I can fly." I have an imagination, you motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I, I like the, it's it's a better thing to say. <laughs> Absolutely is a better thing to because say. Because if you really believe you can fly, you You're a dead, dead man. <laughs> <laughs> dead as fuck. But if you know in your heart that you can hold that belief, yet choose not to. Yeah. yeah exactly. Better. Much better. Much more life. But we, like my wife is like, of all the times this kid starts learning this right. song and singing it, <laughs> why now? So how else does? And he's thing also go, like, um, I want to, I want to take a shower like Scrooge McDuck. I want to take golden showers, Daddy. 
Daddy, golden shower time. <laughs> gross. Um, yes. That's just gross. It is gross. We've crossed, yes. the, we've crossed the line tonight. <laughs> this is the first time <laughs> on that <laughs> podcast we have crossed the line. <laughs> Sorry, Ann. Uh, I love yeah, you, Ann. So, uh, yeah, so... I'm I'm curious what's going to happen with the fall. I'm not. A, I was never a huge Michael Jackson fan to begin with. So I, I have, have maybe any. ten box sets. <laughs> you make me feel better, Paul. No, I don't. I, I don't. Have maybe ten. I box. don't own a, I the don't, same one. I bought I, all no, ten. No, I, I honestly don't own any Michael Jackson music outside of stuff that has uh, fallen into compilations that have just happened, like yeah. one or two tracks. I own his skeleton. That's what? right. I own the skeleton that owns the Elephant Man skeleton. <laughs> I'm two degrees away from owning the Elephant Man skeleton. Is that That's right. Elephant? Like a femme elephant? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We got one here from Data Scoop. About five years ago, I started snoring. If you ask my ex-wife, it has been longer than that, but I didn't get to the point where I was waking myself up until then. Oh, I've been disturbing her for quite some time, allegedly. Oh, is that, are you a snorer? Uh, I think so. Do you snore? Sometimes. Is it secretly a guilty pleasure for you? No. Are you sleeping better when you're snoring? Probably. I, I don't know that I don't know that I ever snore, but every now and then SJ will be like, "Yeah, you were snoring last night." I, my, both my wife and I snore when we drink too much. I think you sleep. Mm. You're sleeping harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, it's a deeper, harder sleep. I, oh, it was only recently that my uh, my mother-in-law who sleeps alone, like uh, uh, lives with alone. nobody else, oh, she, she lives alone. You know what? I sleep alone. And so, I'm afraid to be by myself because <laughs> I snore alone. <laughs> I was uh, walking around my house last night singing that song <laughs> while drinking by myself. Because <laughs> uh, uh, basically it's like, oh, when you guys aren't here, like I can snore and not care, and I sleep when I snore. And I was like, oh, oh I didn't funny. It was like a yeah, it was like a guilty pleasure snore. Huh. So I didn't, I didn't know. I absolutely get self conscious about snoring. Yeah. My wife tells me that I was snoring the, uh, the night before. Ugh. You feel horrible. Sorry. Right? You're like, I ruined your night. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sleep is precious to both of us. Our sleep has gone insane. And then all of a sudden she shows an avalanche of your favorite stuff. Hey, your shit fell down. Thanks <laughs> no. for snoring last night. So, and, By and, the way, my poop's on the <laughs> Smear. <laughs> I smeared my poop on the No, and, and we gave me grief about the, the, the bed to get the other day. She's like, she's like, I slept fine when you weren't here. Oh, no. <laughs> she, says, she says, strike two and a half, McPeters. No, no, no. She says, she says, here's the thing. When you're in the bed with me. Then all the covers go crazy. Then everything goes oh, nuts. You toss and turn. Yeah. No, I don't though. Usually, it's not really. It's not usually me. But Your Honor, uh, point of order. <laughs> I'm telling you. I want to cheat the witnesses hostile. She said. <laughs> she said. She said. She said. I think the. You I have think permission. the thing is, me and two dogs is fine. Me and you and two dogs in the bed is is where it reaches critical mass and everything just goes to wonky town. Okay, and and that's the truth. Because last night, even she was like, "What size bed do you have?" A uh, queen. You do. Last night, she was like, "She was like, I don't have any covers. This dog stole all the covers." I'm like, "I'm so sorry. Let's move the dog." And we try, and it's just, it's crazy. Let me ask you a question because yes. it sounds like she is implying that uh, that it's it's better. Not implying. She's just saying it's better uh, sleep when you're not in the bed. I has don't she ever that. Has she ever broached that same topic with the dogs? <laughs> has she ever just mentioned, like, maybe we'd sleep better without the dogs in the bed? 
Has no. that ever come up? No, because they, uh, that's telling. They get they get the preferential <laughs> treatment. When I come into bed some nights and I'm like, I need some space because there's about a foot of bed here where I could possibly lay down, and I need you to move. And she's like, Oh, but Raddy's right here. Ah! I can't move, little Raddy. I can't. That would drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen all the time, but once in a while, I'm just like, Oh, for fuck's sake! We're but we up. are eventually going to get separate beds. Oh, okay, you that guys is are the cool. plan. You guys are going the full old couple route. Which I, one of you is going to be Lucy? Uh, me. Okay, I am. Good. Well, definitely. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing. Here's my secret. And plays the bongos. It's not so secret. I want a twin bed, so that I can get all the cool sheets. <laughs> That's why I want it. All the cool sheets. I mean, I have some cool queen sheets. You know, it's because of immune systems and stuff like that. Sleeping I'm, with dogs. No. What? You're sharing a bed. You you. You co-ooze. You actually do help each other's immune system. That's true. Sure. Yeah. So just just, just let you know you make that decision. You're, you're, you're going to stop co-oozing. Mm, well, we haven't yet. It'll okay. probably be a long way till we'd have to have that happen. <laughs> Not after this podcast. I think nope. it's happening. <laughs> I think it's happening. Toast haste. <laughs> Anna's at the bed store right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, the one <laughs> to with, you came home with two twin beds. The one with poop all over it is yours. <laughs> Do with it what you will. Do with it what you will. By the do time you, this podcast want... comes out, I will still be in town. You can stay with me, Paul. Um, <laughs> I have a very nice room. No, do you want separate fine. beds in separate rooms? Eventually. <laughs> here's the thing. Paul is an old person from 1970. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love nothing more than turning on the television, yeah. mm-hmm. firing up Star Trek or whatever that's going to yeah. play for mm-hmm. three or four hours. Yeah. And falling asleep. It's nice. Yeah. Anne cannot do it. I would also have... I am uh, like Anne. I would also I read... I can't fall asleep with the television. I would oh, also yeah. read at night in the bed all yeah. the time with the light on. Anne can't do it. If yeah. I have the light on, it's just, she's, a, she's the lightest sleeper in the world. Yeah. And I feel terrible because I, 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 can't, I can't not wake her up. Yeah. Okay. So, Paul... Cause have you tried an ether rag? <laughs> Or what? Don't other? move the dog. <laughs> oh, ether or <laughs> no, no. I'm not. You probably package that, Matt. I don't sleep like this. Me, 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 me. Totally does. A CPAP machine is a medical device that uh, helps prevent certain types of snoring. CPAP. It, that's what I meant. It blows pressurized air up my nose while Did I'm sleeping to help clear the CPAP? airway so that I can breathe easier. It works very well. I initially started wearing it to support my ex-wife and her quest for sleep, but I soon uh, found that with it on, I slept much better. I felt better rested in the morning when I used the machine. Uh, CPAP masks of old were clunky, full-face respirators resembling part of a hazmat suit from a zombie apocalypse movie. Uh, the machines themselves were bulky and noisy. These days, masks are much smaller and more oh, yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the I smallest one fits over the nostrils and are made from soft silicone. I saw, uh, it might have been in Scoop Group, I saw, I saw a picture of a CPAP machine uh, earlier this week that uh, had uh, the outer part of it looked like the face sucker from the Alien movie. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. So, you know, while you were wearing a CPAP machine, it looked like you were... That's uh, hilarious. Awesome. Had, had an Alien I, um, I was uh, heading there when I was north of 300 pounds. I was being tested for apnea, and, and, and CPAP was in the discussion, but yes. never got there. And mm-hmm. then, as soon as I lost weight, it was like, oh. It makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, the smallest ones fit over the nostrils. They're made from soft silicone. Machines are smaller with a silent air intake on the side. The mask is barely noticeable. Sometimes I forget it's there. I can watch TV, read, uh, check Facebook, and masturbate all while wearing the mask, although not all at once. Uh, you are missing out. Now sir. I can't come unless someone shoves something in my face. Yep. 
I need only one of these activities has ever caused an issue. I bet, uh, you know, pumping a little oxygen hard up the nose while you're jacking it, probably a good ride. Have you ever done like the the pure uh, the pure oxygen no. at like the casinos? At oh, the like, casinos like, or like on a, like at the airports, the oxygen yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah, like they have they have all they that have stuff. Flavors. I have it. I think it's full. Of, I think it's nothing. <laughs> what? I've done the um I've done the masks. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine was a uh, like a sideline uh, physical therapy person for sporting mm-hmm. events. Yeah. And so I've I've done those. Uh, they're they're kind of great. I yeah I you did must it. not have had a good one man no I did it like the Venetian in two thousand eight but they had like the yeah the air bar yeah yeah yeah, come, yeah. come smell our banana and those are also the ones that are bar. just like it's just like the little thing that goes under your nose yeah 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 it that's was not nothing. the hardcore no it's yeah not. this was the hardcore like the about... full face mask thing that yeah. covers your nose and mouth it sounds like a I Mel put... Brooks joke come alive I've done a, I've yeah. gone to those I've, I've gone to the bars where they put like a dildo in your ass is that yeah same thing yeah 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 that's what I'm talking about I slept like. Something like a rock. Yeah, I was out after I that. I sleep pretty well with a big old dildo in your butt. <laughs> the thing is, the thing you guys also get makes is it the, easier to poop. The trick is, you get Fun the fact. ones that Thunk. that have uh, the ice pack in them, <laughs> so it cools the whole body. <laughs> yeah, you bring that by like core temperature down. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's, <laughs> it's like, like those uh, the, the ice the ice wands that you put into a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like those always chill pillows that you flip the side, you get the cool side of the pillow. Yeah. You get the cool side of the dildo up your butt. <laughs> yeah. You flip it in the middle cool of the night. Cool side of the dildo. Who gets the cool side of the dildo? Me. All right, you need to make sure you patent this because Gwyneth Paltrow is going to be selling this soon. She will. <laughs> you want to get your goop. Talk about goop. <laughs> Try the cool side of the dildo. Try the cool side of the dildo. It's the McDildo tea. <laughs> the cool side cool and the hot side hot. <laughs> Some people like to use lubrication for a smooth gliding feel. Now we're talking about masturbation. Uh, others don't use any at all. I alternate and improvise depending on my particular mood. This particular night, I chose to use coconut oil. The lights were off. I was in Uh-oh. bed already with my mask on, ready to fall asleep after some this quick candy like work. A tropical I keep disaster. a box of tissue next to the bed because I'm conscientious about cleaning up. None I of this th- sounds like not masturbating. No, he this, is, masturbating. this is talking about masturbating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I finished the task at hand and reached uh, for a few tissues to get rid of the evidence. I was tired, satisfied, and ready for bed. The lights were off. I was comfy, cozy, and ready to dream. I had one problem. I had a wad of tissues in my hand, and the trash was in the bathroom. I didn't feel like unhooking the mask, turning off the machine, getting up, and disposing of the tissue. I wanted to roll over and go to sleep. Here is where my evening took an unexpected turn. Here is where I overlooked the logistics of the situation before I took action. Let this serve as a warning. The CPAP machine blows pressurized air. There's a small silent fan near the air intake that sucks in air and pushes it through the tube directly into my nose. I didn't want to get up. I figured that I would properly dispose of the tissue in the morning. So I set the tissue on the nightstand. I set my tissue on the nightstand next to the CPAP machine. I set the tissue on the nightstand next to the goddamn air intake on the CPAP machine. Jesus fucking Christ, what just happened? My next breath was a concentrated blast of semen and coconut scented air. I coughed. The scent took me by surprise. I hesitated. I froze. I was traumatized. Now you know how your wife feels. I couldn't take the mask off before I had to breathe again. And you want her to do that when she's on her period. The machine delivered another shotgun blast of air that smelled like I had just fucked a mounds bar. 
New from Yankee Candle, Coco Cum. <laughs> I managed to remove the mask Yankee and switch Candle off the machine. Right. I, was, <laughs> I was fully awake and in fight or flight mode. I got up, stomped to the bathroom, flushed the fitting tissue, and returned to bed. I was fully awake and ready for combat. I got back into bed and read for an hour before I dared to put the mask on again and try to sleep. You would think that after doing this this one time, I would have learned my lesson. Nope. That's data scoop. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, data scoop. Oh. You're too much. With you literally shit. just took the weirdest way to blow yourself. This is what happened. <laughs> you took it in the face like a champ. Wow. Oh, I know people have actually tasted their own semen, but inhaled? <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> I accidentally had some on some ice cream I was eating. I don't know. What <laughs> it was really weird. Accidentally. Just accidentally. First, first oh. I tried on a steak and then I had it on an ice cream. Steak! <laughs> I just want to see how teriyaki, you know, a little salt. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, if A1 works, why not come? <laughs> <laughs> it's not for Jack versus Nerd. Is it too late for an episode title? If, if A1 works, really? then why not come? It's how steak is done. Uh, tonight we have a steak marinated in my chin and it's just on a grill. Explosion. We've got a scoop sent to us in my lungs. My from King God. Scoop. The categories are Kentucky Maths, oh, Jesus. Cash Grab, Two Birds, One Drone, Say What You See. And I'm going first. I'm going to go Say What You See for 400. Here it is. Norwich. Say what you see. Well, I said it. Is that right? What? Norwich. Norwich. It's pronounced Norwich. Ah. Okay. Oh. Ah. So did I get that wrong? I think you got that wrong. I guess I got that wrong. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Okay. Now we understand that category. Now we know what it is. Okay. You took one for the team there, I did. Jacob. Paul, your turn. Uh, I will you know go. Who the my CPAP machine. <laughs> I'll go cash grab for four hundred, please. Let's see here. Within ten million, what was the biggest U.S. lottery win in history? Oh, within ten million, what was the biggest U.S. lottery win in history? Two hundred sixty million. Oh no, it's more than that. It's in the seven hundreds. Well, I think. fine. Let's see here. Seven hundred fifty-eight point seven million. I wish I was Jacob and knew about lottery numbers. Jacob just, knows it because he won it. That's right? true. I know. It's just it just happened like last year or so. Oh well, yeah. well it didn't happen to me, Jacob. It was one of those things where the where the convenience store outside of Las Vegas, uh, right over the Arizona border, had to wait for like eight hours to buy a lottery oh, ticket. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you're up. Uh, I will take say what you see for eight hundred. Two birds, one drone. Blazing ham. Uh, Leesham. <laughs> Leesham is the answer. Leesingham. Oh. Lesingham. I think that's Lesingham, where lesbians live. <laughs> <laughs> Gum chewing lesbians live there. Uh, let's see. I'll go cash grab for 800. Daily Double. It just says Daily Double, though. It doesn't appear to be a Daily Double. That's hilarious. I think the game. I think the game randomly assigns which questions are going to be the Daily Doubles. Ah, and so I think the scoop when he was making this this scooperty tried to assign one. Good luck. Oh, funny. Interesting. Within ten thousand euros, how much does Cristiano Ronaldo earn a week playing football for Juventus? Say what you see. 
Yeah. Juventus, Juventus. Juventus. Like uh, how much does he make in a week? Uh, let's see. Juventus. Uh, now, take, take into consideration, a euro is like a hay penny. Ah, good. Okay, that helps. Uh, <laughs> Paul, what is 100 million divided by 52? Ooh, like eight or nine at least. <laughs> Minimum. Uh, let's see. I'll say um, I'll say five hundred thousand. I'll I'll make a guess here. I'll say five hundred twenty thousand. Whoa, five hundred thirty-eight thousand. Very close. Oh, you weren't within ten. I'm not within ten thousand. Oh, that's terrible. That's torture, torture. Oh, that's crazy. Paul, your turn. I will do two birds, one drone, please. For four hundred. This mythical bird will need more than one drone to finish it off. This mythical bird will need more than one drone to finish it off. <sighs> this would be a bird with two heads, I guess, probably. Oh, okay. That would be my thought. Maybe. Or a really big one. Or, yeah. or just a big bird. Um, An ostrich. Yeah. A uh, big bird. Very mythical. I'll pass. Wait, do we know that it's not just big bird? <laughs> oh, I don't know what it could be. It could be anything. Pass the map. Um, this mythical bird will need more than one drone to finish it off. Uh, pass. I'm I'm guessing it's like a Greek myth bird or something like that. Right. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm passing as well. The phoenix. Oh man, but that's but I thought about that. I thought of phoenix, and then I was like, but the, but it'll it, it'll need, it never you but can't the, ever finish it off. Phoenix, Phoenix always comes back. I was within 1,800 or 18,000 of what Cristiano Ronaldo makes. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're done. I'll, I'll, I'll take Kentucky. Kentucky Matt's for 400. Four times four equals. Oh, is this fucking? So I'll say 16. No, <laughs> that equals uh, all-terrain vehicle. Okay. Oh. That's awesome. Which one? Alterate vehicle or 16? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 16, but I think I'm wrong. Okay. A truck. Yeah! Okay, right. Good job. Good job. I know my Kentucky math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Kentucky maths for 800. <laughs> if there are 10 people and you take away nine pairs of shoes, where are you? Uh, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh. I thought oh. it would be in Indiana. We no. get it too. We I guess if you take away 10 pairs of shoes. Then you're in Indiana. Indiana. Yep. No. <laughs> Paul, your turn. I'll Kentucky Maths. 1,200. If you have 10 pieces of deer meat and you take away five, what do you have? If you have 10 pieces of deer meat mm -hmm. and you take away five, mm -hmm. what do you have? Right. Dinner. A black eye. Oh, <laughs> you can't steal someone's deer meat. Nah, don't do it. Don't do it. Matt, your turn. Kentucky Mass for 2,000. For 2,000. Daily Double! Oh, no. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Wagering $2,000. Take 20 horses and add two kilometers of grass. What do you have? Uh, oh, uh, Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby. Nicely done. Well yeah. done with the Kentucky Maths. Uh, let's see. It's my turn. I'll go... Um, Let's see. I'll go two birds, one drone for 800. Uh, this is responsible for the largest number of bird deaths. This is responsible for the largest number of bird deaths. It's got to be windows, right? Uh, bird aids. Windows? <laughs> windmills? 
Uh, or planes. Yeah, I'm wondering. There's not that many windmills. I imagine. <laughs> there's a lot of windows, though. It's windmills. <laughs> I major to say. I mean, I'm not. I don't have the internet or anything. Uh-huh. I I think there's more windows than windmills. Disagree. <laughs> Agree to disagree. What about a window on a windmill? Boom. All right. We have Addy as a uh, as a phone a friend. Addy, okay. what do you think? Uh. I bet old age could be it. Too. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, good thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the uh, the pigeon from New York City that's now extinct because we hunted them because they were like leaving like a plague, so okay. you couldn't see the sun in like the 1800s. So we started shooting right. them. So you think murder? I I think you humans. think bird murder. I mean, I think humans is going to be the loose answer. But I don't think that's going to be the the answer that the, that the question's actually looking for. Try it. So I'm going to guess planes. I'm going to guess like uh, propellers and, oh. and or jet engines. What if it's just Let's sticks see. moving around? Cats. Cats. <laughs> we were all wrong. I would not. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. No, that, that can't be true. I okay, just, no, I don't think that's true. I can't that can't be, be true. true. There's no way that's true. <laughs> I just saw a uh, a video about. This bird in New Zealand that was totally wiped out okay. because a guy brought his cat. Oh, hilarious. There you go. Okay, so there it is. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, who is it? Paul, your turn. Two birds, one drone, please. For 1200. Daily Double. Oh, let's see. Uh, right now, Matt is in the lead and is also the only person with positive points. Oh, I'm sucking. 19, or, uh, 988 million birds die a year because of this. Can you just make sure you grab that, oh, I'm sucking from Paul? It's so calm and low. Oh, I'm sucking. Oh, I'm sucking. 988 yeah. million birds sucking. a year die because of this. Uh, I feel like this has to be Windows. Bird flu. No, I think this is cats. Bird flu. <laughs> also cats. But the musical. Bird flu. <laughs> Bird flu. Window collisions. Oh, pigeon. Oh, pigeon is right. I was right that, but, last time. Uh, Windows. But uh, 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 and cats kill more than that? Can't be. Uh, there's no way. What? Why Matt, you're third. How many cats are there? 998 million? There's a lot of I cats. I feel like Instagram alone, I'd at least track two a day if that was the case. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Uh, I'll take a uh, 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 cash grab for 1200 Within the nearest 10 million... How much profit did billion. Apple report? Oh, ten billion. Excuse me. How much profit did Apple report in the 2017-18 financial year? Pass. Uh, that passes to me. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna guess uh, seven point two trillion dollars. Whoa! <laughs> what? I believe I nailed it. <laughs> that was within ten billion. Yeah, two hundred sixty-five point six billion dollars. Billion. I think the trillion. Oh, that they have trillions like in assets. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes, yes. That's yes, not. Yes, that's yes. not one year. Yeah, that's stupid. That's. Uh, let's see. It's my turn. I'll go. Um, I don't know. I'll go cash grab for two thousand. Within the nearest one hundred thousand, what was the reported figure the Chicago Bulls were playing Michael Jordan per year whilst he played basketball? All right. They played him in baseballs. <laughs> I didn't know they were paying him while he played baseball. Oh, yeah. He got that under the table. Oh, yeah. I said basketball. Yeah. Well, uh, this is uh, within the nearest 100,000. What was the reported figure the Chicago Bulls were paying Michael Jordan per year whilst he pay- played baseball? Um, I can't picture Jerry Krause doing that. Guess a dollar. No, because basketball contracts are guaranteed. So even if you, unless they release Didn't him. retire and come back out of retirement? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I don't know. One point two million. Four million. That's I gotta look that up. That's a weird story. Yeah, Paul, your turn. I don't trust you. Whoever made this, I'm I'm upset about the cat thing. King King Scoop. Two birds, one drone. Two birds, one drone for two thousand. How do the French kill an or an ortolan bird? A. Oh, stun multiple it choice with non-lethal ammo and then break its neck. B. Snares hanging from tree branches. Dree, uh, C. Drowning it in armagnac. It's armagnac. C. Yes, that is the the. I, I've never heard it called that, but yeah, they drown the live birds in armagnac. And then they eat them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they cover their heads with a napkin or something while they're eating them. Yeah. Because it uh, hides their shame from God. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a lot. They take they take the bird, they um they they force feed it uh something like like what we do with geese for frog raw. Uh-huh. And then they drown it in uh in your armagnac. I feel like it's easier to just go get a bucket of KFC, don't you think? It's a lot easier. Yes. And you don't have and you don't to go through see as many the napkins. birds get killed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what do you want? I'll say uh, say what you see for twelve hundred or twelve hundred. Go for it. Like Leicestershire. L e i c e s t e r s h i r e. Leicester. Leicestershire. Oh, okay. Leicestershire. And I'm closing out the game with say what you see for two thousand. Welcome to oh, my fuck. my new line of undergarments. Lester Shear. Lester Shear. Uh, let's see. Th- this is uh, G L O U C E S T E R S H I R E. That is, I, de- I definitely have heard this said before. Uh, it's like a Gloucester. Glau- Just pass. Shit. Uh, you're already winning. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I just know it. This is the, one, it's the only one I, this whole category is created for me to do this. That's true. All right, go for it. Did you pass the music? Pass the- I pass it to Paul. Okay. You take it. Go ahead. Take it, man. Gloucester. 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 No, that's wrong. Gloss- Gloucestershire. Um, I. That is wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe, yep, that makes Paul win. Yeah. <laughs> Paul just won with negative 800. I officially hate this scoop. That <laughs> uh, comes in second place with negative 2,400. Jacob comes in third Gloucester. with negative 6,000. I think that might be a different word than what you're thinking of. No, it's not. That's it? the town. Gloucestershire, but it's pronounced Gloucester. Everyone from there pronounces it Gloucester. Gloucester. But is that a different... Is there a place, like in England, that is also called that? Uh, as far as I know, according to Piff, that they pronounce it the same. Because ah, okay. Worcester is still pronounced Worcester in England as it is, as it is here. Got it. All right, I hate you, and uh, <laughs> I want to thank Ben Gillette for creating this podcast. Ah, shit. Oh my god. I think there's a I think there is a place in the UK that it is pronounced that way. And I, and perhaps that is what that was referring to. Thanks for taking his side, Jacob. Fuck you. I'm all on his side. <laughs> I'm uh, on his side like I'm on I already side. lost and you gotta take his side as well. I'm gonna put fucking so much shit on your doorstep. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just throw the mat away. <laughs> and then SJ will eventually get another welcome mat that I also won't care about. <laughs> You guys live different lives than me. I want to thank... Agreed! Uh, uh, Pencil for this podcast. I want to thank Slam and Andrew Friedrich. 
I'd like to thank Justine Diamond Cutter Cannon. I want to thank the lovely April from Cali, the Mama Scoop. Thank XGD, the Slammer Falcon. I want to thank Diamond Blades, a.k.a. Brett Cocker. Matt McKenzie, the Cracker. I want to thank Refurbished uh, Slab Oak, Cody Thurber. Mike Helm, the Stretcher. I want to thank that little sawdust fire, David Smith. Norberto Samson, the Slicer. I want to thank uh, the biggest dick in Scoopland, Winter Scoop. Sanja Petrovic, the Cutter. Second biggest dick in Scoopland, Funkus Scoop. Titty Sprinkles, the Spanker. Third biggest dick in Scoopland, Elizabeth A. White. <laughs> Sarah Boyle, the CPAP machine. I want to thank Swedish Scoop, not to be confused with Holland Scoop. <laughs> Monster Scoop is dead in the groove, You know who's dead birdie ever in a furk is Griffin Minky. Sean Dutry, Deebs. Who's a sexy cold body is Mr. Scoopy Butter. Scoops of data and nipple coffee. I want to clang his wooden shoes against my kirk or the wooden scoops I slept with last night. Sean Kellner, the windmill. And thank you, John Sonic. Mon <laughs> Memore. I want to thank Alex Carter, April Puff, Bob, Charles uh, Seidel, the Terrible Monkey Scoop, Ian A. Chapman, Li uh, Jacob Lindsay, Flora, Scoop Halls, Drag Race, M.L. Kennedy, Salt Lake Scoop, Neil Sabree, Cold Guy, Rose Ford, Ryan, Sam Reed, Danger Scoop, Scott E. Swinford, and Scott Pinyard. Thank you, guys. And if you want to feel, hear your name read on the air, uh, just like these people did, head over to preachingfun.com. Help us out on Patreon. Uh, get us a little closer to just doing this all the time, full time for our livings. That's what we want to do. It'd be great. It'd be so good. Uh, in addition to all of this kind of stuff, uh, you can also get uh, limericks, haikus, songs. Uh, you can get stickers. You can join the sticker club. If you're not in the sticker club, you are just missing out. Uh, you can also get uh, lovely artwork prints. You can get all kinds of stuff, including uh, Jock versus Nerd Day or improv classes with your with us here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Check out all the cool things that you can get there. HeyScoops.com will send you the link to everything uh, that you need to check out. Patreons, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, thanks, Addy, for dropping by. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Good to have you. And uh, yeah, guys. Um, and keep the conversation with us going uh, seven days a week with us and all of the other scoops. Uh, find us at Hey Scoops on all the social media platforms. And uh, yeah, uh, if you want to talk to us directly, uh, you can find Paul on Twitter at the famous Paul. You can follow Matt at Sweet Matty D, and you can find me at Audio Guy Jacob. Addy, you got a Twitter or anything that you want to uh, plug? Yep, I have a Twitter, Addy nine zero six three, and you can also follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Professor Addy. There you go. There you are. And watch for his Twitch streams being hosted on our channel occasionally yeah. as well. Thank you, thank you. And uh, he plays games that he doesn't know what they are. It's, it's true. Neat. Yeah, it's, it's a cool like thing. It's a crab bag. It's fun. Yep. Until next time, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Oh, no! I just drank this whole bottle of holy fuck hot sauce! Oh, I hurt so much. Where do you think I drank it? Right in the butthole. Wow, that's a CPAP machine of a different color. Oh, Is it too late to get an episode title? Right in the butthole? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll start the next episode with that. Okay. Right in the butthole! Bam! Smack! Right in the butthole. That's your new uh, Emerald Lagasse. That's your cooking guy. Yeah, yeah. I throw a little spice on something. I'm like, ha! Right, right in the in butthole. The butthole.
because that's where it's going. That's where it all goes. <laughs>